Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for December 17th, 2019. This is a special message. This is the last message of the year, the last message for 2019. Tomorrow, I'm headed to the Dominican Republic to do some missions work there for a few days, and a special thanks to all our partners and supporters who, who donated financially to be able to enable us, Rick and Isabella Pena Ministries, to do what we do there. And we're going to get some toys for these children and we're going to throw them a party and we're going to celebrate Jesus. And and thank you. Thank you for uh, allowing us to be your emissaries. And if you donated, then as we go, you go. And and this, everything that we do is, is attributed to your account in heaven. And if you haven't partnered with us, please go to RIP Ministries, RIPMinistries.org, and you can become a partner with us and a partaker of the grace that is upon our lives and our ministry. And so in January, I told you that this year would be a year of heaven on earth. And I can tell you that for me, for Isabella and me, that that is the case. I mean, this has been the best year of our lives, 2019. Um, at the end of different years, I haven't been able to say that, you know, every year, honestly. I mean, there's been some years uh, that, that obviously have been more challenging than others. But I can tell you that 2019 was a year of heaven on earth for the Pena family household. And I pray that you can do the same. I pray that you experience God's best, that you experience heaven on earth. And I pray that, that you have come to the realization that God's kingdom has already come. And his will, he wants it to be done on earth as it is in heaven. And this doesn't happen as a result of more trying or human effort or doing things by the sweat of your brow. This happens by more dying, by yielding to God, by listening to the Holy Spirit, by embracing his grace. This is how you experience heaven on, on earth. Your life is supposed to be a representation of, of heaven in this world. When people come in contact with you, they are supposed to hear what heaven is saying. And, and if you do, if you become a mouthpiece of heaven on this planet, then people will be drawn to you because they want to hear what heaven is saying. But if all people ever hear from you is what they hear on CNN or Fox News or MSNBC, then nobody's going to come to you because they can get that anywhere. But but if, if you become a human conduit of the divine, if you become, if when they come to you, they hear something different, they see, they hear something godly, they hear something celestial, they hear something holy, then they will come to you over and over and over again, because they will hear what heaven is saying. When they come to you, they will get built up and not t torn down. When they come to you, they will get hope, that you will be a hope dealer, that you're pushing hope in this world. When people come in contact with me, if you're going to talk to me for five minutes, I'm telling you, you're going to feel better. You know, I'm going to build you up. I, after, after talking to me for a few minutes, you're going to feel like you can do anything. That's why people come and talk to me. That's what I'm saying. You are supposed to be God's representative on this planet. So I'm going to close out the year the way that I started by talking about heaven on earth. And then I'm going to give you, you a special thank you message uh, as we head into 2020. So what does this mean to you today? What I'm going to do is I'm going to attempt to recap some of what I've shared in this year, in this series on heaven on earth. And then also just kind of close out by saying thank you. So I have seven things for you this morning. Let me get into these seven things. Open up your heart to hear what God is saying. Here we go. Number one. So as a recap, mankind was created to rule and govern 
and exercise God's kingdom, dominion, power, and authority on this planet. This is Genesis chapter one. Read Genesis one, read Genesis two. As God rules from heaven, he created man to rule the earth. We were supposed to rule and, and reign like he rules and reigns. From up there, we were supposed to rule and reign down here. The earth was, was intended to be an extension of heaven on this planet. So what, what God sees in heaven, he intended for mankind to extend that to this world. But Adam lost that position. And Jesus came to get it back. <laughs> Jesus reestablished what Adam was supposed to establish in this world. So what Jesus did is already done. Jesus's work is already finished. The redemption has already been accomplished. Once you are in Christ and Christ is in you, you're supposed to live your life as a human conduit of the divine, as an extension of heaven in this world. As, as you do, you're not trying to reestablish anything. You're not trying to get anything done because you know that it's already done. You are resting in Jesus's finished work. Your job is to simply receive and maintain by faith what Jesus already obtained for us. This is the life of faith. Number two, Jesus got us out of everything Adam got us into. So Adam got us into a mess and Jesus got us out of it. Because of Jesus, you and I, we have been redeemed. We are not redeemed all the way back to Abraham. No, we're not redeemed uh, or back to Moses and the law. No, we are redeemed all the way back to Adam in the Garden of Eden before the fall. We are redeemed all the way back to the position where man was before there was any sin. So when God looks at you when you're born again, he does doesn't see sin. Adam was charged to represent God in the earth. And now you as a born again, blood-bought believer, as a spirit-filled believer, you are supposed to continue what, what Adam was supposed to do. You are supposed to continue what Jesus started. You are supposed to represent God in this world. When you get a revelation of that, you don't spend your life you don't spend your days daydreaming about going to heaven someday. No, you spend every day focused on bringing heaven to the earth every day. So your job is not to think about one day I'm going to heaven. Your job is to think about every day I'm bringing heaven to this planet. I am living as a human conduit of the divine. I am God's representative in this world. Say amen to that. Number three, the apostle Paul said in Colossians 1 and 15, now Christ is the visible expression of an invisible God. See, people cannot see God the Father, but while Jesus was in the earth, they could see Jesus. And Jesus was the visible representation of an invisible God. So when they encountered Jesus, they encountered the Father. When they encountered Jesus, they encountered heaven. While Jesus was on this planet, he was bringing heaven to this world. He was walking around displaying heaven's reality in the earth. Now that Jesus is gone, he left that to us. People cannot see God today, but they can see you. People cannot see God today, but they can see me. We are visible expressions of an invisible God. So people may not know what heaven is like, but when they come in contact with us, they're supposed to get a glimpse of it. But in order to fully operate in this capacity, you got to change the way you think. And I've taught on that all year. You got to see yourself, 1 John 4 and 17, as Jesus is, so are you in this world. That's it. When you get that mentality and you open up your heart to God's grace and you see yourself as one with the Father and you see the Father as one with you and there's no difference between me and the, and the Father and there's no separation between me and the Father. I'm in the Father. The Father's in me. I'm in Jesus. Jesus in me. I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. I am one with the Father. At that, as Jesus is, so am I in this world. When you live with that mindset, then when people come in contact with you, 
they're going to come in contact with him. And that's the goal. In John 14, Jesus got upset with Philip because Philip said, hey, look, Jesus like, I got to go, but I'm going to prepare a place for you that where I am there, you may be also. And look, uh, uh, you know, there are many mansions in heaven and I'm going to go and I'm going to set some things up for you to come. And, and Jesus was like, well, hold on. I mean, Philip was like, Jesus, hold on for a minute. Before you leave, uh, uh, can you do me a favor? He was like, what's up? He said, can you show us the father? And Jesus got upset. He said, what do you mean show me the father? You've been with me th for three years. And don't you know that I'm in the father and the father's in me? If you've seen me, you've seen the father. And the Bible says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. What was Jesus's mindset? I am one with the father. Jesus lived his life as one with the father. We're supposed to live our lives with that same mindset today. You got to see yourself as one with the father as Jesus is. So am I in this world. Number five, the day you were born again, man, a whole lot of stuff happened. But let me tell you about it. In 1 Peter 2 and 9, we, we learned that you were translated out of the kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of, of, of uh, into God's marvelous light. That's 1 Peter 2 and 9. In Colossians 1 and 13, the Bible says that you were translated into the kingdom of God's dear son. In, in Ephesians 2 and 6, the Bible says that you were, were ascended into heaven and seated at the right hand of the Father with Christ Jesus. Right now, wherever you are. I don't know where you are. Let's say that you're seated in New York City right now on a train watching this video. You may be seated in New York City, but you're also seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus right now. That's what Ephesians 2 and 6 says. You were covered with the blood of Jesus. That's 1 John 1 and 17. You were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. That's Ephesians 1 and 13. You are called according to God's eternal plan and purpose for your life. That's Ephesians 3 and 11. Listen, all of this already happened. This is not something that is going to happen. This, everything I just said is already done. Number six, when you understand all that happened when you were born again, you know that you are no longer natural to this world. Once you're born again, the supernatural is natural to you. In the Philippians 3 and 20, the Bible says that you are a citizen of heaven. You have, you have, a, a, you are a citizen of heaven now. You have a different passport. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like now you, and it's already done. You are a citizen of heaven now. In, in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, the Bible says that everything has changed. Everything, everything has been made new. Once you're in God's kingdom and God's kingdom in you, it's a whole new world and it's already done. And you're not trying to work for it or earn it or make it happen. Jesus already made it happen. Number seven, and finally, this is the last point of the year. You're not trying to earn or deserve God's kingdom or his power or his authority or his assignment. It's already yours. And God's part is already done. I've taught you on this all year. And I trust that you have been open to what God is saying. If you've been open to it, and you've been listening, then you know that God's part is already done. His work is already finished in eternity, and it's only a matter of time before you see the manifestation of it in the earth. So God did his part by grace, unearned, undeserved, unmerited. Your part is faith. You must have the faith to believe and pursue what God already provided. And guess what? God loves you so much that he gave you the faith. <laughs> he gave you the blessing by grace, and he says, your part is faith. Oh, Hold on, I got to make sure you're, you're equipped. So then he gave you the faith. That's Romans 12 and 3. He dealt to every man the measure of faith that's required. So now he gave you the faith re required for you to believe in his goodness. 
Our part is to believe it. I pray that you do, that you believe that God loves you, that you that you get delivered from religion and religious activity, that you stop trying to work for what God has already provided, that you learn to believe and receive what is already done. And living this way, it is much better than trying to live under the law, earn everything by the sweat of your brow, work for God's blessing. That's not, Jesus didn't die for that. Jesus redeemed you from that. The last thing I will tell you as I close out the year is to enter into God's rest. This is Hebrews chapter four. Study Hebrews chapter four. You got to work. It says you got to labor to enter into God's rest. You got to work on not working. You got to work on stop relying on yourself. You got to work on the fact that it's not about you and it's all about him. Release the pressure to perform. Open your heart to God's love. Believe what God believes about you. Allow the Holy Spirit to overwhelm you with God's goodness. There are times, listen, I'm driving to work or whatever. There are times where I just, I put on worship and I just weep. I mean, like when I think of, it happened to me yesterday. When I think about God's goodness and what he's called me to do and how I didn't earn it, I didn't deserve it. And and even the life I'm living now. I mean, it's like, whoa, sometimes I can't do nothing but cry. I mean, allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you and you would just be overwhelmed with God's goodness. If you get to that point, then you will get convinced of what God wants to do in your life, and you will stop trying to convince God to do what you want. Your life is not about you. It's not about what you want. It's about what God wants. The life of faith is not what happens when you try to convince God. The life of faith is what happens when God convinces you. When you allow him to convince you, when you let the Holy Spirit minister to you, when when you allow him to talk to you about the plans that he made for you before the world began, and you get convinced of those plans, and now your life is all about him, and you're not trying to do anything, you're trying to just walk out what he already provided, this is the life of faith, because your faith will access God's grace, and you will live an amazing life. It will be far beyond anything you can ask or think or even imagine. You will experience heaven on earth. That's it. That was the message for 2019. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to speak into your life. It's an honor. I love you and God loves you more. May the father manifest his best in your life in this season. May you close out the year strong. May you experience a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And I'm going to come back and talk to you again on January 6th. So I will share some things on social media. So follow me on social media. Uh, But other than that, this is the last message until January 6th. Let's close this out with a declaration of faith. Lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I have received your son, Jesus the Christ, as my Lord. Thank you for forgiving me of sin, for covering me with the blood of Jesus, for filling me with your Holy Spirit, for calling me according to your purpose, and for giving me the faith that I need to access the grace you already provided. Your part is grace and it's already done. My part is faith and it's what I do every day. By faith, I lay hold of what you already provided. (laughs) I'm not trying to make anything happen. You already made it happen. I simply believe and receive what you have already done and I enter into your rest as I do. I live the grace life, and I do it by faith. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper.
If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up and get the messages. There's a subscribe button. You'll get all my notes in your email inbox for free. Go to the YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Rick Pina. Subscribe to our podcast. Uh, it's in the Apple uh, podcast store. Rick Pina, Rick and Isabella Pina Ministries. Download our app. Everything we have, we do it for free. We put it out there. We want you to be blessed. We have partners that support our ministry and we're thankful. You have an amazing day. You have an amazing Christmas break. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you. May you have supernatural, multi-generational favor. May the favor of God go before you, your children, and your children's children. Open doors for you that no man can close. Close doors for you that no man can open. May the Lord answer your prayers and give you peace. God bless you.